Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Patriot Speed is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Another live edition of the Patriot Speed podcast here on the CLNS Media Network. I am Mike Cadlick, joined, as always, by 98.5 The Sports Hub's Alex Barth. And we are here for Patriots Beat Mock Draft 4.0. So now we're getting into it every Thursday. This is now number four. We're going to do them every Thursday coming up until draft day on Thursday, the, what is it, 27th of April, I believe? Whatever it is, yeah. Something, whatever it is. And so uh, every Thursday from here on out, mock drafts, put them on the schedule, we'll be here. So uh, number four is tonight. We're going to get right into it. But first, I want to talk about our friends at FanDuel who are sponsoring this show for us. Uh, our lead sponsor now here at CLNS Media. Sports betting is uh, wild and crazy here in Mass already. Rafael Devers got a hit for me today in the Red Sox loss, 10-9 loss. We're going to need to incorporate to Boston Sports Minutes in here uh, a little while, Alex, to talk yeah. now that we got sports back, um, or Boston, other Boston sports back. And so uh, go to FanDuel.com slash Boston, and you can uh, get a $200 bonus with your first deposit and uh, give them some love because they are giving us plenty of love. So... Uh, that's that. Mock draft is here. We're going to frame it a little differently this time. Um, we've gone tackle. We've gone corner for the first couple uh, in the first round. And although those are the Patriots sort of big needs, uh, we're going to take it a little bit different route. So we're essentially ruling out tackle and corner in the first round. So uh, we're going to stray away from those at the beginning. Uh, so that's so if they go away from what yeah. we think their biggest needs are. Right. What are the kind of conversations they're going to have? Who's going to be in discussion? And then what does it look like to add a tackle and guard if you don't address those in the first round? That's kind of the purpose of this exercise here. Exactly. And so uh, we will do it and we will take a look at uh, at each position as the, as they go right there. So uh, if we want to, Alex, you want to start it up? Yeah. You want to share it? Yeah. Let me. Uh, and let's share. Around. Are you going to share the. Um, um, what's it called? The picks as well. Yeah, the 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 uh, Google Doc. Why don't you share yeah. that link? As oh, well. yeah, that's right. I'll throw that in the uh, in the chat too. Sorry, give me one second. I'm fooling around here with this. Um, no FanDuel, and I will throw the Google Doc link into the chat so you guys can take a look at that as well. Um, so we are tracking every pick on a on a doc as well. Uh, so take a look at that. I'll pin that. And uh, we'll show it, I guess. We can talk about it real quick. The Patriots have these, one, two, three, 11 picks. Um, so this is what you're looking at on the Google Doc as well as uh, on screen. Yeah. So tweet, uh, tweet that out too. Make sure so people yeah, uh, can see it. Yeah, I will. I'll put it on Twitter. Okay. All right. All right. So um, let's get started here. i probably not going to trade up again just because we haven't traded up yet. Normally we do do a trade up draft, but – there's not a ton of reasons. Yeah, we didn't trade up, trade right? Up this year, we've stuck or we've traded back twice now, right? right? Yeah, right. So. so there's there's not a ton of reasons for the Patriots to trade up this year, honestly. Um, okay, but we'll see what happens here. Sorry, and here we go. Yep. All right. So for our exercise, we did pretty well because okay. we said cor- again, corner and tackle. This is what if they don't go with that in the first round. 
Well, Porter and Witherspoon are are both gone, as I believe is Gonzalez. So the top three oh, corners are off the, the top board. three corners went. Okay. So in this scenario, if they're looking to go corner, they they're going to trade back, right? Yes. Like they're not going to hang up in in this spot. Uh, tackle Paris Johnson went, interesting, and I believe that's it. But so this is actually interesting. We'll we'll throw this in here as well. Jalen Carter went sixth here. There's a report today that multiple teams have taken Jalen Carter off their draft boards. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be a first round pick. So for the sake of argument, you got to throw one more player in here because Carter's not going to go. Right. Well, Skaronsky's the top player available. So Skaronsky and Paris Johnson are both gone. Right. Right. So now really of the top tier corners and tackles, it's either Broderick Jones who – doesn't profile – I shouldn't say he doesn't profile as a Patriots fit. His play style is, but they like experienced tackles. He's not as experienced. Right. And none of the corners they would take here on the board. So we may have had to do this exercise one way or the other here, Mike. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, the other interesting piece here of the guys who have yeah. already went uh, is wide receiver Quentin Johnson, who uh, yeah. was picked 12 right here uh, with the Texans. He's a big-body receiver. He's definitely profiled that profiles as you know your typical – Outside receiver, big body, go up and get it type guy. Uh, TCU's pro day was this afternoon uh, down in Texas, and uh, the Patriots contingent was there uh, in full swing. Macro was yep. there. Bill Belichick was there. A couple of clips came out of it, but Bill Belichick was Belichick and Grow were basically right next to Johnson. You know, talking about pretty good, and they they uh, there were plenty of other pro days today. I know Florida had one. Um, there were a couple other big ones, and they were. Uh, they were at TCU, so that's definitely something to keep an eye on. Yeah, the thing for me with Johnson, and look, we've done this like a million times. Mm-hmm. He's a purely vertical receiver. His route tree's not that deep, and right. at six three two oh eight, he he's not a contested catch guy. He's a guy you're looking to get separation, but he ran a four five one forty today, which isn't great. No, it's not. I, I you know for him to kind of justify that that top 10, top 15 pick, I think unless you're a team that really sees him as a true scheme fit, he would have had to be in like the four fours. Mm-hmm. I know people roll their eyes at the Nikhil Harry comparison. And I get it. I think he's a better player than Nikhil Harry, but you're going to run into a lot of those same problems they had with Nikhil, which is right. they take this big guy who's purely a vertical receiver and they try to make him win in a phone booth. And that's just not who Johnson is. He's not a guy who's going to be running double moves and running comebacks and running go stop goes and in multiple cuts. Exactly. So I just, I, if they take them to me, it's a do over on Nikhil Harry. It's yeah. okay. Here's, you know, we, we think we know what we got wrong with Nikhil. And we're going to try again to get this player in the, in the, in the fold. Right. Now, and we'll get some other TCU players, other players, other TCU players later that I like. Now, Jackson Smith and Jigba also went. Okay. He's the like typical Patriots fit, right? right? He's a good route runner. Slot, bigger slot, slot. Yeah. Yeah. Big slot, good route runner, good after the catch. But even to that extent, like, and I've said this before, I think there's a ton of overlap with him and Juju Smith Schuster. And the reality is, if you're going to take a receiver this high, or any player they take this high, it needs to be a guy who's going to have like an 80% usage rate. You can't right. take a rotational player this high. And the way their offense is built, Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to be a rotational player. So right. the two receivers we have left. Uh, so let's talk to. So they're they're I guess there are four, there are three main needs, as yeah. we've talked about: corner, tackle, wide receiver. 
Yeah. Um, and I would throw safety in there as, as a distant four. And I think we can throw edge in there too. Yeah. Because they're so, always liable to take an edge in the top right. 100. So if we take out corners and tackles, now we're really yeah. looking at receiver safety and maybe an edge or linebacker type. So at receiver, we have Zay Flowers and Jordan Addison. Addison's still falling. He didn't test well at the combine. He didn't look as explosive as he did on tape. I think Flowers and Addison are similar players. Flowers is just so better. So right. it's funny, and we've we've done this before, and obviously it, it comes out in the in the wash as you go through the draft process and you hear how guys test and hear how guys meet, right? We when we had these conversations about Zay and Addison earlier, it was yeah. always well, if you're going to take Zay Flowers, just take Jordan Addison. That and is now flipped. that's completely flipped. Yeah. So Flowers is now you know the the guy in between these two. Um, Addison did also. He has a he he went on the Rich Eisen show today. He yeah. um. He met with the Patriots at the Combine, and he also yep. has another trip coming up to Foxborough. Uh, so he'll be meeting with the Patriots again in the top 30 visit. So something to monitor there from the from the receivers. But yep. um, with, like, if we're going to go receiver, it's Zay. He, he has the scheme fit. Um, he's that – his ceiling, his ceiling, ceiling, ceiling is Antonio Brown. So he can, like – the way he plays, he's he's a slot, but he can play everywhere. Um, he's shorter. However, I still think he could uh, succeed as an outside receiver, and he, if he has to, he'll be a chess piece in the offense. But he also worked with the Patriots a little bit at the Shrine Bowl. He talked about it, and uh, he did say, and I, I saw a clip and I loved it, that, that Haas wide juke that they run, he was the juke guy every yeah. single time they ran the play at the Shrine Bowl. So they have something for Zay. I, I just think that – I think it fits at the end of the day. If they can make it happen, it fits. So that's the case at wide receiver. Right. Um, you said safety's on the board. I mean, it's Brian Branch if they're going safety at 14. 100%. That's why I wanted to bring it up because it's the yeah. Bama connection. It's just, it's Brian Branch. And he's a guy that I think could play deep for them. And Right. Um, all right. And then on the interior, Lucas Van Ness, again, for me, this guy has to play. Lucas Van Ness is a pure third down player. Right. He's not a three down player. So that doesn't help. Kalijah Kansi, kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. I also just feel like there are guys in that mold later in the draft for how much he's going to play. What about a Nolan Smith? And then there's Nolan Smith, who's yeah. interesting. Like, he's going to definitely help you, uh, you know, carry over to, uh, if you don't re-sign Josh Uche, he can be that next guy. Highly athletic right. pass rusher. I don't think they're going to love his size. And I'm going to pull it up right here just so I have, yeah. 62238's a little on the small side for them. They're going to love the athletic testing. Yeah. To me, he's the break glass in case of emergency pick. Here. We're at a 439 at the fo- at the at the combine. He is yeah. fast AF. Um to me, he's the if if let's say they are looking tackle corner and all those guys go, Nolan Smith is the all right, well, we can't trade the pick. We're just gonna take this guy because he's a freak. Yeah, right. So that being said, I don't think we need to do that here because no. I think Zay Flowers has fallen and we know they like him. Uh-huh. And I think it's Zay Flowers. I do too. Especially All with right. JSN, JSN gone. Yeah. Let's do it. Zay Flowers, right. baby. So we're going to grab Zay Flowers. All right. And I'm, I'm going to try to pause it at the end of the first round so we can see who's gone. Yeah, I don't think we have to really trade into one like we did last time again. Yeah, so. Let it go. Well, so if if Anton Harrison or Darnell Wright fell, I was going to say let's wait and see. Mm-hmm. 
you know, or let's see if we can move up and grab one of them, but they're both right. gone. There's enough corners that we don't need to trade up. So I'm going to let it roll on out to 46. Okay. And now I think we go tackler corner. Yeah. Um, so we got Emmanuel Forbes, who they've met with. Okay. Tyreek Stevenson, really good senior bowl. Another one of these big outside corners. Garrett Williams, Travis Hodges, Tomlinson are more slots. I love I gotta, how much you don't like Matthew Bergeron. <laughs> so right I got to be honest. Like I was, I, cause I did my offensive line deep dive. I'm writing it right now. Yeah. He might be a guard. He's yeah. definitely not a left tackle. I think he's a right tackle in the NFL. If that, but he might just be a guard. He is there. I, I, I grouped Williams and Tomlinson cause they're both corners. Right. Um, I have my concern. Rick's had a really rough year last year in Alabama's defense. That's generally yeah. a red flag for them. Obviously love Brent. This is the guy I wanted to see if he was still here. Darius Rush. What about uh he's obviously Keela Ringo. Where did he go? He's gone. Uh, but I think we go? just missed him by a couple picks. 37 okay. to Seattle. We haven't done much on him. Makes a ton of sense. It would make a lot of sense if he's there, but yeah. He goes. Okay. Um, and then the the one other guy I'd highlight is Blake Freeland at tackle. Mm-hmm. So I look at this, Mike. Yeah. Bergeron's not the guy. There's still Freeland. There's still Jalen Duncan. And there's still Tyler Steen. We can get we're, Steen later. Right. We well, can get a- those three guys later. We're like, Brent's is probably the guy we take now to get now. And Rush is probably the guy we take now to get now. Yeah. Scroll up to the other corners. Uh, Hodges Tomlinson's there, but he's tiny. He's not going to. He doesn't yeah, really fill in. He, Emmanuel he Forbes. So Forbes would be the other guy. Forbes is – they're going to like Forbes. Yeah, they are. Because he tested really well. Tremendous production. 14 career interceptions, six of them for pick sixes. Um, I think it's like 18 pass deflections. He's got just insane yeah. numbers. He's a playmaker. He's a he's a ball. Right. He's 6'1". Uh Long arms, but he's 166 pounds. So you worry about him as a tackler. You worry about him against some of those stronger receivers. He's bigger. He does have the yeah. height to compete, but is he going to get out muscled? Um, and he's a little aggressive. Honestly, my comp for him is Trayvon Diggs. And I don't know mm. uh, <laughs> if people know how I feel about Trayvon Diggs, but that's not necessarily a great thing. Yeah, I know. To me. That being okay. said, I think they will really like him because they will look at him and say, we can coach him to be the right amount of aggressive. I think that tells me all we need to know. We kind of do this from a Patriots lens if we have to, don't we? Or if we want yeah. to. So we're going, it's basically Forbes, Brents, or Rush. And yeah. we're going Forbes? Yeah, let's do Forbes. All right. So Playmaker. Go- now they have, like, they add another playmaker to that defensive back group. Yeah. Where Kyle Duggar is aggressive, a guy like that. Uh, Jack Jones showed it last year with pick sixes on Aaron Rodgers. Like, a rookie doesn't just go, you know, Go jump a route like Aaron on Aaron Rodgers, like Jack right. Jones did in that game. So add another playmaker to that room. You're aggressive. Um, you don't really have that conservative guy, but hey, I, I like it. And for it doesn't have his pass breakups here, but um, okay. they were it was double digits. It was a lot. Yeah. So all right, we're gonna take fours, but now here's what I'm gonna do. So there's Bergeron, Duncan, Freeland, and Steen. I'm gonna watch because if Three of those guys come off the board. I think we have to trade up and take the fourth one, right? Because after that, yeah, there's a big drop off. Luke Haggard, Connor Galvin, these like late day yeah, three guys. Those are late. I think so, we took Haggard uh, in like the seventh round of one of these mocks. Haggard's like a double up on offensive line guy. I like yeah. him. I do. I, I like Galvin better. It's both of them. But like they're yeah. like, all right, we already got our tackle, but let's just kind of fill out the depth here. 
Right. So, um, oh, I guess I should take Forbes. We'll first, take Forbes. Right? Yeah. yeah, I should do. We that. missed the we missed the pick, and now we now we can't take him. Yeah, clocks run out. Yeah. All right, um, Emmanuel. I'm gonna hang on. I gotta slow this down a little bit. All right, yeah. Emmanuel Forbes. Now let's see where these tackles go here. All right. So oh, Darnell was now. there. Darnell was there. Yeah. I, mm. I, there were bigger needs. No, I know. I it's know. a luxury pick. All right. So there goes Bergeron. Matt Bergeron's gone. There goes Cody right, Mauer. I, I wanted Freeland and Duncan. Okay, oh, so we just missed Duncan. Okay. We lined it up. Jalen Duncan, I like. It's maybe a bit of a reach for C. Now we could. Could we trade back? I don't think we can get to 94. The Eagles calling. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't think we can trade back. And look, it's a Bill O'Brien guy, right? Yeah, that's that's why I think it's it's the pick. So Steen is a guy, he uh three-year starter at Vanderbilt, played left ta- uh played right tackle his first year, has been a left tackle last three years. He transferred to Alabama last year, had a really good year for the tide. The only reason he's not a lock to be a top 50 pick, he's kind of like day two Peter Skaronsky. He's yeah. got like 32 and five eighths inch arms and he doesn't hit that 33 inch threshold. Right. And people get nervous about it. I think the Patriots will be comfortable with it. If Bill O'Brien signs off, they know him in worst case scenario, he can play right guard. So if you like him, but he can't play tackle, you don't have to pay Michael and Wenu next year. The way they're so. building, the way they're building the O line too. It's just like a bunch of guys and <laughs> we're just going to throw them together. It's not like a, you don't necessarily, I mean, would they like a, this guy's a definite tackle, of course, but they've sort of just built it piecemeal and he can play all over the place. He knows O'Brien's system already and what they're going to want to try and do. And so I think it makes sense. Yeah. Who's there for safeties, though? Who is here for safeties? Let's or see tight here. ends. We might as well look at both. Because so safeties as well. Still a Jamie Robinson. Jamie still Robinson. a Jordan Battle. Um, Chris Smith tight, as well. Yeah. Tight end, Tucker Craft, Luke Scoot. At this point, it's the day three guys. Yeah. Okay, but it, it you know what this it sucks because this would be a great spot to trade back. But the problem is we still to make it worth trading back, we'd have to trade far enough back that we'd probably lose Tyler Steen. Right, trading back three picks really isn't going to do much for us at this point. In the right. Draft. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. All right. Steen? We. We. Yeah. We're. We're. It's. Bammer. It's just the way the board sets up. They desperately need a tackle. Yeah. Tyler Steen is the pick. All right. And we went uh, chalk in the top 100, which is, I think, the first time we've done it. Maybe the first time yeah. I've ever done that. <laughs> we got a trade coming. I'll tell you that right now. I feel it. Yeah. We got two picks within a 10 pick range. Um, why don't we reset and then we the, also have the here real quick? Yeah. Then we also have the 184, 187 coming up. So that's going to yeah. be a shift, a shift, too. All right. But here yeah. we go. Here's what we're looking at now. Here's where we're at. Excuse me, round one, pick 14, we went Zay Flowers. Uh, slot slash, I mean, it, it. okay, he's a slot, but I think they would use him everywhere. I do. I think he's They're going to line him up all over the formation. Evan had this comp today on catch 22. It's a good comp. I like it. Uh, Deion Branch. Perfect. And I, I, I think that's a good comp for him. Yeah, so I he's, agree. He profiles like a slot receiver, but he's not going to be out of place if you play him on the boundary. You probably want him in the slot as much as he can. It's where he's going to be at his best, mm-hmm. but you don't lose too much if you move him to the outside. There's not as much of an overlap between him and Juju as there would be in Jackson Smith and Jigwin. Correct. Correct. So, the, the overlap with him, honestly, is Kendrick Bourne. Right. Who we know okay they're fine that. putting on the yeah. bench for <laughs> right. whatever reason, but we don't need to start that whole thing right now. 
Yep. Uh, so round two forty six, we go with Emmanuel Forbes, cornerback, Mississippi State. He is a uh, an absolute ball hawk playmaker. Six pick sixes uh, during his time in the SEC. Uh, what? How many total interceptions did you say? I don't remember it off the top of my head. Like Fourteen, I think. Yeah. Three so years. he's just he goes and gets the ball. He's a ball hawk. So six one. Uh, he's only like one hundred and sixty five pounds, so he's light. But that's a guy who the Patriots can you know get him in uh, get him in Cabrera's strength room and uh, see what you can do with him. So uh, that's where we went round two, and then round three we went Tyler Steen, a tackle slash he can play guard too. I think right. He's sort of a he can double dip. Um, but so that's an Alabama guy who just worked with Bill O'Brien down in Tuscaloosa. Uh, it makes a lot of sense there. It might be a little early for him, but the way this board fell, the the tiers of tackles, it was just it, we were in desperate need of tackles. So uh, I like I still like the pick for Steen at seventy six. Uh, so that's where we're at through three rounds, Alex. All right, so we revisit here. Yep. Uh, let's, let's re let's take a look at what we got. And I, I mean, I think at this point, any positions on the table, right? So yeah. tight end, we do, we missed Zach Koontz last time. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, I think we traded this pick to get up, but we got Zach Koontz, but they may, they may be out on Zach Koontz. They have Zach Koontz, right? It's Mike Kosicki. Yeah. So they may be out on Zach Koontz. Uh, he's probably the one tight end you're taking here. Um, so how do we want to work the, uh, well, there's Kendra Miller. That's another. So I was going to say, so running backs, Kendra Miller, I like, reminds me a little bit of Ramondre Stevenson when he was coming out of Oklahoma. Yeah. Ty J. Spears, big time senior bowl guy. They're going to like Dwayne McBride, too. Second leading rusher in college football, the leading rusher from a non option offense. Uh, they like production at the running back spot. He kind of reminds me of, if this makes sense, like a running back version of Bailey Zappi. Smaller school, but experienced, massive production, smart football player. He's a guy they're really going to like. Um, this is another one. Andrew Voorhees, and they probably have him high here at 116. Mm-hmm. He was going to be a top 100 pick. He was one of the best guards in this draft. And then he tore his ACL at the combine. Oh, that's and right. Yeah. So he's going to miss at least part of this season. And I could see them doing the Cameron McGrone thing with him where it's just like, hey, look, here's a top 100 talent sitting here at Maybe it's not 107, but like at 135, if he falls there and like, let's just take him and redshirt yeah. him. Doesn't cost us a roster spot. We get a premium talent. Again, still probably a little high here, especially the way we've drafted so far, but a, a name to know. And how'd the McGrone experiment work out? <laughs> right. So Jartavis Martin's a safety. He's not a corner. He's a safety. Yeah. He's listed here, but he's a safety. Deep safety, free safety, a guy that fits. Um. Also, so JL Skinner's another guy. I don't think he tore his ACL. I want to say it was a torn Achilles. I think it was Achilles. Yeah, it was Achilles. He suffered some injury. I forget that, that yeah, like you said, I think Achilles that during the pre-draft that he's gonna miss the season was a fringe top 100 pick. He's gonna fall now, right? That's another guy that could get that. Yeah. Um that Cameron McGrone thing. We can go to edge too. Yeah, so I, I I normally just do like defensive line, linebacker, edge yeah. all at once because they sort of overlap. Um, look, I really like Ajomo mm-hmm. as that athletic defensive tackle. We know they're meeting with guys like that. KJ Henry off the edge to me is a total uh, patriot, multi-time team captain. Uh, you know, one of these situational guys. I think he can play. Those are kind of the guys to me, Mike. I don't know if you, who you want. Ivan, Ivan Pace. Ivan Pace as well. 
he's down the board a little bit. Yeah, but. I still just I'm not gonna get myself excited about Ivan Pace because every year we talk about these athletic off-ball middle linebackers, and we yeah, get this is the year, this is the year, and then they don't do it. So yes, it'd be great if they added a player like Ivan Pace, but they just I, missed Jaden Reed. Uh, uh, Michigan State. Oh, Jaden Reed well. would have been in, uh, in it, although there's a lot of overlap between him and Zay. Uh, I agree, but it's just a guy who could be on their board yeah. at this at this uh, area. Yeah, Maker, I, I think, could be a pick here. And Chris Smith. Yeah. So we also so we have 107, 117, yeah. 135, 184. We have a ton of picks coming up. Yeah. What's the play here? Like, do you make them all? I mean, so let's can, see. You can't I, really. Go ahead. So the thing is, they never really like fifth round picks. I think they're okay with this setup. The one okay. thing I could see is using 184 and 192 to maybe move up. Okay. But I, they're not moving down from here. This isn't a spot where you'd move down. There's yeah. a, there's a lot of guys on the board that make sense. The board fell very well for us here. All right, so what are you thinking? Uh, I like. Are, are we considering we're going to use Jartavius Martin as a safety, right? Yeah, Obviously. he's a safety. They just have him listed. I like that. Right? I think he's a okay. he's a guy who can who can be a be a fit here. Um, it, it, corner, call him a corner. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Illinois, they have two. They have two dominant uh, safeties. I think obviously Martin's one of them. I don't know why. Why do they do this? Why do they have him as a corner? Did he play corner at all at Illinois? So he was a slot corner in twenty twenty one. Okay. And that yeah, he played a lot of slot corner last year too. But okay, he's going to be a safety sense. in the NFL. Okay. I think it's a fit. They need safety. We've talked about it, but um, the way that they're going to play this amoeba with. Um, Jonathan Jones and uh, yeah. Kyle Duggar, you know, you lose Devin McCourty. I think Martin's a pretty solid pick to add to the add. He's a guy you can add to the the defensive backfield who can play multiple positions. So that's a good point. All right, yeah. so Jartavius Martin's the pick there. Yeah. Now let's see who do we, it's going to be. All the guys I said I wanted to pick. So Jomo <laughs> would have been a good pick. Carl uh, Brooks, Tajay Spears, Carl Brooks, JL Skinner. I. Uh, I ooh, what are we gonna do here? I I feel like they would go running back here. Yeah, me too. Because I feel like it's an off. It's gonna be an offensive heavy draft, and we've now made three picks. We've done I think two on offense, two on defense. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The only right, other so, guy that stands out to me is is KJ Henry. Well, okay. Let's talk about let's talk about uh, running back for a second because Kendra okay. Miller. TCU guy, yeah. Belichick and um, Grower just had his pro day. Yeah. 17 touchdowns last year for TCU. Um, he put up almost 1,400 yards rushing. He can catch the ball a little bit. I mean, I think he's more, obviously, he's not really just a, he's not a, a pass catching back really, but they're going to use, they're going to use Ramondre as a pass catching back too. So like, they don't really need a prototypical pass catcher because James Robinson right. in the room too. Like these guys can just do it all. There's not really your James White anymore, and so see, I think see, that's can, why I like Dwayne McBride though, because he's just like that true downhill back. If those guys are going to be on the field on third downs, Dwayne McBride is going to put his head down and go. You like McBride over Miller? I think they. Will. I think I like Kendra Miller. 
Okay. The other thing is, the chat pointed this out. Zach Kuntz is still here at this point. Oh, boy. (laughs) What's more of a need? Running back's probably more of a need, but if it's just that, hey, let's help out Mac Jones draft, you got two tight ends and contract years. None who can block. None who, yeah, see, that's where it's (laughs) tricky. Yeah. Latu. You can wait on Latu, but. Yeah. Actually, do they have. Now, Jack Coletto's not on this. That's unfortunate. That's too bad. But it's early for him anyway. It is. But is just it in, yeah. as I'm trying to think ahead, yeah, it is early. Yeah. I'm just trying to think ahead. Uh, I like Kendra here, but if you want to go McBride, then. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I they were just it. at his pro day. I, I know that doesn't mean much because they scout everyone, right? But Well, they specifically met with him at the pro day, too. Look, he's their kind yeah. of back. Like, he, right. I've said it before. He reminds me of um, uh, Ramondre Stevenson a little bit. So for what that's – all right. So Kendra Miller? Miller? Yep, national championship participant. (laughs) Got spanked by Georgia, but played a lot of ball last year. He was really good. So, All right. And Zach Koontz and KJ Henry both went. Ah. So I think this is where we – This is where we look to trade down to spread out the picks. So, like, I see this here. Yeah. So 150 is the fifth round. That's going to be like middle of the fifth round. Before we make our trade, let's reset the yeah. board again. Um, yeah, go for it. I'm, I'm going to kind of work on this in the background. You perfect. So that. we'll take a look. We'll reset the board because, again, for those of you who have just joined us and haven't been paying attention the whole time, we did it. We took Zay Flowers, wide receiver from Boston College. We're going to bring him to Gillette Stadium. Uh, we want Emmanuel Forbes, athletic cornerback from Mississippi State. Small guy, but athletic, and he's a playmaker. Tyler Steen. Swing offensive lineman from Bama who just worked with Bill O'Brien, so it made a lot of sense. Then we went to safety, Jartavius Martin from Illinois, and we rounded it out just now with Kendra Miller, a running back from TCU. He will add to an already pretty – I guess it's not as deep as you think. You think the Patriots running back room is deep, but they really still need guys there, and Kendra Miller um, will certainly compete for um, not only a spot in that room, obviously, but will potentially push out a guy like – uh, James Robinson or maybe Ty Montgomery. So that's where we're at. That's where we're at through five picks. Um, so you take a look at that. You can also see in the chat that um, the doc is there, so you can take a look at it too. All righty. So okay. we're five so, picks through. We've talked about FanDuel. Let's finish this thing off. What do we got? Here's what I've come up with. This is a really tricky spot to oh trade, boy. honestly. Okay. Alex so, got to work during the ad read. <laughs> we're going to move back five picks. Okay. Sorry, we're going to – Oh, no, this – I got this wrong. We're moving back twice. Um, this is this is really tough. All right, so we're going to move <laughs> – we might just have to make this. We don't really have a good offer here. The other one I had was we go from 135 to 150, and we pick up 215. Now we're making 12 picks. So we're going to want to move some picks later on, maybe in that 184, 187, 192 range, but – we get 193. I'm going to try to get 193 here. Okay. All right, that works. So, All right, so explain it to me so I can put it in the in the drive. Okay. We traded 135, okay. which is a fourth-round pick. Okay. For 150, which is a fifth-round pick. Okay. And 193, which is a sixth-round pick. 193? Yeah. Okay, so we also have back-to-backs in round six now. Pick 192 and 193. We have a bunch of picks that we're, we're going to move some of those picks. We're probably yeah. going to move up. 
But all right, you good? Yes. So now we're one. Let it keep going. This is, of course, the special teams round. Oh boy! I think we're going to go look for punters here. Yeah. Who did we take last time? We took uh, Barringer from Mississippi State. uh, Michigan State. Excuse me. I I feel like we got to change it up, right? Yeah. Have Uh, we taken Turk yet? I think we got Michael Turk here. Yeah. Yeah. So we've taken Moody already. I think we went Barringer last time. And it is the special teams round. And I believe it is Michael Turk time. You're right. Tell us about Michael Turk because you saw him in person at the Shrine Bowl. So what do you got for us on Turk? Yeah. I mean, absolute boomer of a leg. No pun intended. Um, yep. Really kicks the crap uh, out of the ball. I, I, I think he, he understands the game as well as student of the game. So he's going to understand the intricacies of their special teams in, in terms of where they're kicking the ball, why they're kicking it to where they're kicking it at certain times. Um He's handled kickoffs as well, which is obviously big. It's not something you want Nick Folk doing. We saw that at the end of last year. And I think he really liked I, – I, I think he made an impression on the Patriots coaches, and I think the Patriots coaches made an impression on him. So Easy enough. He's a guy, and, and as people point out, and as, as he does on his YouTube channel, Hangtime YT, uh, he, he puts up a ton on the bench. He's a gym rat. So, yep. all right. So, Michael Turk – That's loving it too. So, yes. We, so, we Michael Turk's going to be the pick here. And then I'm going to try to do something because there's going to be a bunch of players we want to take, and we just we're not making 12 picks. Yeah. So do we want to move up? Pause it. Yeah. yeah. So can we move up to one. See, it's like too tight to move up here, though. Six we can picks. Do this, and then get a future future pick. It's crazy how it goes from absolutely not to absolutely right <laughs> between the six over and six seven. or seven. Yeah. What if we give 245 instead? It's not going to work. All right, so we have 12 picks here. So what is this? So we're moving back. See, that doesn't make sense, though. You don't move back and give up another pick. So right, take out the – well, what if we do 184, 184, yeah. and 245 straight up? Eh, that's kind of giving up a lot, don't you think? Yeah, that's a full pick just to go up six spots. Yeah. What about around? What about a seventh and twenty-four? It's still I I it's not there's not a lot of room to maneuver here. That's the thing. Let's just let it ride. Yeah. All right. Let's let it ride. Let's see what we can get here. We we didn't miss none of these guys. I don't think we would have taken anyway. So, all right, Yasir Abdullah still being here. We're we're respecting the board. He would be gone, but that's a guy I would take. Um. So we did talk about that pass-catching running back, Mike. Uh-huh. Eric Gray from Oklahoma yeah. looks like a clone of James White on tape. I really like him. He's right. a potential pick here. And he would battle it out for, with Pierre Strong for, for the pass-catching back job. Uh, tight end, ugh, it's falling off. Yeah. See, this is where, like, Jack – I would love to take Jack Coletto here. Yeah. We can't. So um, I feel like we took Braden Willis last week, I think. No, oh, no it we was, took uh, Payne Durham. Yeah, Payne Durham. So Braden, Braden uh, Willis could make sense here as kind of like a hybrid fullback tight end, a strong blocker. See, only remember when we were going to take Tyler Steen? Yeah. And I said, well, we have to take him now because, like, it falls off. Only one tackle is gone since then. That's crazy. Think about that. Yeah. Luke Haggard maybe makes some sense. We could address the interior of the offensive line. Uh-huh. They've met with Anthony, Anthony Bradford. Bradford. I yeah. really like Anthony Bradford. Um, and remember, we have 184 and 187 here, so we're going to get a couple shots at this. We could double dip a uh, receiver as well, potentially. Oh, yeah, I'll go back and check that. Corner yeah. board's not we'll, – we'll revisit that in a little bit. I, we don't need to go corner just yet. Bryce, Bryce is going to be gone. 
Ronnie Bell Ronnie and Jake Bell. Bobo, it's, it's a little early. To Mario yeah. Douglas, it's a little early. So we'll come back to that. Okay. Um, how about the front? Okay, so Jose Ramirez, I like. This is going to sound super random. Eastern Michigan. Okay. He was like all over the place at the combine. Okay. Not only did he test well, like the on-field stuff, but he's like breaking down the the group before the before they ran it, and he's like waiting for everybody after they finished to give him high fives and stuff like that. Like, just seem like a like high character guy. guy. Yeah, team guy. Okay. They need an edge guy. It's late, late in the draft. Why not? All right, here's my Add question. Character. Okay. We take I'm a risk. Pull up the stats. Yeah. Okay. You you pull up the stats, and I try and. Uh, convince you to take a risk here. What if we trade back from 184, and then we, we have too many picks. We try we and take way too Ramirez at 187. I guess, but that's kind of what I'm saying. We trade back, maybe pick something up next year. By the way, uh, we he had Ramirez last year in 12 games, 12 sacks, 19 and a half tackles for a loss. So very productive player. Okay. I, I I don't. You're not trading back. If anything, you take the guy you want and you trade back at 187. All right, then let's do it. Jose Ramirez. Because you're, you're just a little bit of just draft, like how it works. Yeah. But, so if you are in that scenario where you say, all right, we're only going to make one of these picks. We have two very close to, to, to each other. Why would you risk the guy you like when what you get for 184 versus yeah, 187, it's, there's really no difference there. That was my, my thought process was, well, you're trading the higher value pick, but then you're also taking a risk on players. So Right. Shout out, look, Cleveland Guardians, Jose Ramirez. If they were like 15 picks apart, then maybe because you might be able to squeeze an extra like seventh round, future seventh rounder out of it. You're you're not doing that at this point. All right. So we're going to take Jose Ramirez. Oh, and Luke had the. So I was going to say, maybe we double up a tackle, Luke Haggard. You know what, though? We have 192 and 193 here. Can we trade one of those for like a future sixth? So here's what I'm going to say We both like Bradford, right? And they need a guard. Let's take Bradford, pick a 192, and then trade 193. Or maybe package 192 and 193 for something. Okay. Let's get the guys we know we want to get. So the background on Bradford for people who don't know, he started games for LSU at left guard, center, right guard, and right tackle. Big guy, 6'4", 332. Probably a guard in the NFL. I think if you really needed him to play tackle, you could. But um, really like just technically solid player. I, I think he's going to come in day one, be like a capable NFL offensive lineman. He's going to give you good depth, and he maybe has the ceiling that if you like what you see, it makes he, he should be a guy that if Michael and when he walks, I think in a year from now we could be saying, well, Anthony Bradford could slide into that role. So it's probably a little late for him here, but guards tend to fall. Teams yeah. don't like drafting guards. Right. You know, there's first round guards. There's no such thing really as a day two guard. <laughs> yeah. There's first round guards and eh, we'll get them in the sixth round. It's, so it's uh it's Quentin Nelson, it's Osiris Torrance, and then it's Mike Owen Wenu drafted. Yeah. Yeah, and then Cole Mike Owen Wenu, who you get in the sixth round, right? Yeah. So I uh I, I I see some people saying TJ Bass. I think he's off the board. Is he? They might have him as a tackle. Um they probably we've did. taken TJ Bass before. They do yeah, some we TJ Bass. We've taken TJ Bass before. That's Maybe we'll revisit guy, but... that. But um I like Bradford here. I like uh, – is it – I mean, this might be looking into where they have the – you know what? Yeah, do it. You got to go okay. get your guy. Go get Bradford. 
And then we'll reassess 190 to 193. And there goes Bryce Ford, Wheaton. Oh, the Uh, Texans. That's a good fit. That's a good fit for him. All right, so Eric Gray's still here. Okay. Are we going to double dip on halfback? Who'd we take? Uh, Kendra. Oh, I forgot we – yeah, pull it. Let's reset because I forgot we took a run. All right, we'll reset it. Yeah. All right, folks. Here we go. Uh, We traded 135. So that's where we're – sorry, you can take a look as well, but I'll go through the whole thing again. Zay Flowers, Emmanuel Forbes, Tyler Steen, Jartavis Martin, Kendra Miller, Alex. Uh, We then traded 135, traded back. We picked up uh, 193 and 150, which we used to take a punter, Michael Turk. Then we took Jose Ramirez and Edge from Eastern Michigan, also a soul lugger for the. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, drill this joke into the ground because Jose Ramirez I can tell. also plays for the, the Guardians. Um, and Edge from Eastern Michigan, and then we went with Anthony Bradford, a guard from LSU. We got four picks left, Alex. Two that are right next to each other, two ten, and then the John New Smith pick, two forty five, which you know so, Bill Belichick's gonna trade because he doesn't want it tied to John New Smith. Right. So the thing, although then again, they made the Brady pick, which was maybe the yeah, that's true. Uh, biggest surprise in the history of Patriots draft. Was it Uche? No, it was um, Ronnie Perkins. Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I'm try- I want to find the number here. I know I have it somewhere. Um, eight, so somebody brought up in the chat that this is a lot of picks, right? The yeah. Patriots generally make a lot of picks. Three of the last four years, they've drafted exactly 10 players. And that's the number. I'm, that's why I keep trying to trade these picks essentially because we're trying to follow their trends. They make 10 picks. That's what they do. So I'm yeah. trying to get us to 10 picks and this and gets us to eight. 10 picks. We're at eight. Yeah. Well, no, we're at right now. Is, we, we'd have 12 if we picked all the way out here. This is traded. No, but I'm saying with all the picks that we have. Oh, yes, correct. We're yeah, scheduled we would to end make up with 12, 12 picks. Right. So, so we need to make something happen, especially with these two next to each other. So here's what I have here. We're going to trade. Actually, no, we're going to pick at 192, and then we're going to trade 193 and 245. We're going to trade a 6th and a 7th for a future 5th. Okay. So let's, let's we'll be realistic. We'll make the pick, and then we'll do that. Okay. Um, so I, 192. So – have we taken an edge guy yet? Yeah, we did. We took Jose Ramirez. Don't make the yep. do not make joke again. Do not <laughs> don't do it. Opening day. So we do <laughs> they could double up at edge though. Dylan Horton's kind of a different kind of player. He's more of a pure pass rusher. I like him. Again, we yep. talked about TCU. I think we gotta go tight end at this point, though. And I really like Braden Willis. Strong blocker, can can line up in the slot, can line up in line, can line up at tight end. When he does catch the ball, he's good after the catch. We know they like the Oklahoma program. This, to me, is the pick. Well, who's there at wide receiver for a double up? Who is here at wide receiver? Um, Ronnie Bell, Jake Bobo, Justin Shorter, Demario Douglas. Douglas. We're going to be able to get any of those guys at 10, I I would think. Maybe not Ronnie Bell. Maybe not Ronnie Bell or Jake Bobo, but I don't think we would take either of those guys. Yeah, we wouldn't. Let's do it. Let's do – All right. So we've got – Nick Wait, Casario did we take Willis yet? Oh, I, this is why – this is people – oh, Barth, you should run the draft board. You'd do better than the Patriots. No, I'd forget to make the picks apparently. <laughs> um, Braden Willis, Willis, tight end, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, there we go. All Double right. sooner. 
And now, yep, Nick Casario is still on the phone with us. He's annoyed because we kept answering the phone and hanging up and blah, blah, blah. We're going to trade a sixth and a seventh for a future fifth. Can we also throw a future seventh in there, Nick? No, we cannot. All right. Um, let's do it. There we go. So future asset. Love to see it. Ah, Horton went. I kind of like the idea of doubling up on the edge. Oh, and DJ Johnson went too from Oregon. DJ uh, Johnson was recruited as a defensive end, but the COVID year, they had like a bunch of injuries and stuff at tight end. And I think some other other guys were like, yeah, it was mostly injuries. I think somebody had like a grades thing, but they were like, hey, can you play tight end? And he was like, yeah, I guess we have to. So we played tight end. He was like decent at it. He was playing both ways for a couple of years. And then last year he went back just to full-time defensive end. And he was great. He had a great year. So screams Patriot. Yep. Um, there That is an interesting thing in the chat. Somebody just put this. Is Hunter Lepke? Hunter Lepke is still here. So this is our last pick because we traded 193 and 245. Oh, right? you're right. Just keep yeah. that in mind. This is our final pick. Unless you trade down, nobody's on the Yeah. Level. All right. Um, so Hunter Lepke is like a – Fullback, running back, tight end. He's kind of that use check kind of player. So okay. he could be a fit. Um, you mentioned doubling up at wide receiver. We took like I really like I like Demario Douglas. Demario Douglas. So do I. But we took Zay Flowers. I think you gotta add size. You gotta get the bigger guy. To me, the pick here would be Justin Shorter. Okay. Try both Florida. Yep. Um, if we wanted to double up on the offensive line, TJ Bass is still here. Kid from ba- I, I like Dalton, Dalton Wagner. Wagner, the Baylor kid, Connor Galvin. Connor Galvin, he's, he's not gone. here. Yeah, if he was here, I probably would take. Yeah. Um, we didn't draft a de- defensive tackle. Dante Stills is here. I really like Dante Stills. DJ Dale, another Crimson Tide. Yep. Uh, Tyrus Wheat's still here. Truman Jones. I don't hate doubling up on the edge. Do we want to make eleven picks? Mm. Should we try to make eleven picks? We've made 10 already. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine. eight, nine. Yeah, I don't hate it. We can do 11. Why? Can we trade back and get something? Yeah. Let's do it. We'll trade back nine spots and, and add a seven. Try so it. Oh, it's going to get We essentially, seven. I don't know what we did. Ta- we, this is a weird convoluted trade that we we traded out. We traded back in. But all right, we're going right. to move down nine spots or not. Okay. The Eagles don't want to take our call. How about the Bears? Bears. Okay, Bears will do. Oh, Bears. We actually. All right. So who do we miss? Oh, out we're on? actually okay. Darren so we Hall. trade out of the sixth round. Miss out on DJ Dale, uh, Drake Thomas. I know a lot of people like Ventrell Miller, Jaron Hall. We didn't look at quarterbacks. No. Jaron Hall won't be here. That's respecting the ball board. Yeah. Jaron Hall will not be here. Like neither will Eric Gray. Uh, Stetson Bennett will very much be here. Stetson, um, I've tried to get you to take him I every like, time. I do like Javarius Owens, but I. I think they're, they're not going to come away from this draft without a defensive lineman. I think we go Darius, Dante Stills here. All right. I like Stills. That's been your guy for years. Yeah. Ath- athletic defensive tackle kind of reminds me of Christian Barmore. He's older. There's not as much upside, but kid's ferocious. Yeah. Kid's ferocious. His great get off. Uh, I, I think that's big. And then, all right, we rounded out here. So we, Justin Shorter, I think, is still here. No, Justin Shorter went. All right. Okay. Um, Mike, I, I don't mind Michael Jefferson from Louisiana if we, if we want to go receiver, yeah. bigger receiver. Uh, if we want to go on the offensive line, uh, Lualu from Oregon, right? They have that connection. Dalton Wagner from Arkansas. We want to add another big right tackle. 
All right, we're at 258 now, uh, I, I'm just trying to update the, the doc as well. 258, okay. yeah. This is the second to last pick in the draft. This is almost Mr. Relevant. Um, I like Terrell Smith, corner from Minnesota, if we want to double up there. Oh, is that Louisiana it, Tech kid still there? Uh, I can't think of his name. He was a struggle guy. Miles Brooks. Miles right? Brooks. Yeah, he's, he's yeah a long I, I think Terrell Smith's a better player. Okay. Uh, like, same same kind of player, but I think Terrell Smith's a little bit better. Okay. Um, any interesting linebackers? Isaiah Moore, Moore, we know they like. Uh, I like Mo Diabate. DTR is going to be gone. Yeah. Max, Max Duggan, maybe you could swing here, but we already took from, they're not going to double up on TC. He was just there. I'm not that lucky. <laughs> um, uh, what do you think? Is safety? I mean, his name, at safety, uh, I like Jordan Howden. I like AJ Finley. Jaden Woodby is going to be an undrafted guy the Patriots bring in, I bet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, you name a position, I think there's going to be a guy we'd be happy with. It's just which direction do we want to go with it? Do we want another edge guy? We're pretty Truman Jones, Shrine Bowl. We're pretty even as far as offense defense so far. Um, yeah. So we can really go anywhere. I I don't hate Truman Jones, local kid, Harvard. Um see, he's a guy that's gonna be easy to get as a UDFA though, and at this point yeah, I guess. But that's anyone with pick. the second to last pick. What you, you want to trade it? No, but <laughs> no, I'm saying Truman Jones specifically for the Patriots because he's local. Yeah, they're familiar with him. Yeah, fair. The, the the thing what you're trying to do in this spot is there a guy you're worried you're not going to be able to sign as UDFA, right? Truman Jones, it's easy. Hey, we know you. You don't have to relocate, right? Something like that. Whereas, um, go to wide receiver. Another or wide receiver. Yeah. You want to go Michael Jefferson? Or Dallas Daniels. He'd be the guy here. Dallas Daniels just plays especially actually, actually is he always oh, there? Shedrick Jackson. Bo, okay. Bo Jackson's nephew plays oh, yeah, for yeah. Auburn, ran a four two six forty. That would be a great pick here. Anton that would actually Green. be a like perfect too, pick but... here. I wasn't impressed with Anton Green at the Shrine Bowl, honestly. Okay. Who else you got? Oh, man. I, I, I'm a Dallas Daniels fan because I just like the idea of Jackson State guys making it to the league. But if we're going to go raging if we're going to go with the Shrine Bowl receiver, it's Michael Jefferson. See, I don't – they took their receiver, though. I think they're going to go trenches here. But they are, they only took one receiver, and he's a he was a first-round pick. That's true. That's true. All right. Yeah, I would say Michael Jefferson, uh, then, is the guy. All right. So that's it. There it is. Right. Michael Jefferson. Let me update the, the thing, and then I guess I can show it on the screen as well. Yeah. Um, because and by the way, people asked why I covered up the grades because they were like, "Oh, you, you're embarrassed! Did such a bad draft." I covered up the grades because you guys don't form your own opinions. Not I shouldn't say you guys. There are some people who because this is a learning exercise. We're trying to learn about the prospects, who could be on the board, where, who's interested, in, or who who might they be interested in at certain sport spots in the draft. Mm-hmm. When you just look at the grades and base it off the grades, you don't learn anything. Then there are people looking and say, oh, they gave you an F for this pick. It's a bad pick. We took Marcus Jones. I remember this last year. We took Marcus Jones exactly where the Patriots took Marcus Jones, whatever that was. It was like 86 or something. And it gave us a D minus for that pick. Mike, was that a D minus pick in reality? A plus. Thank you. Maybe not an A plus, but it was a good pick. I am – call it an A. I am covering the grades to save you guys from yourselves. I want you to learn something. I want you to form your – 
you you are totally allowed to think it was a bad draft. Absolutely allowed to do that. But you, in order, if you're going to think it was a bad draft, you're going to have to come with us at a reason besides PFF gave you a bad grade because that's really not a good barometer for figuring this out. So that's why I cover up the grades. I'll, I'll tell you guys right now, it gave right. us a C plus um, <laughs> with three Fs, including Michael Turk. Uh, and it's because it's just early for Turk, according to the algorithm. Right, because they don't think any special should be drafted. And by the way, Zay Flowers, who you all love, gave us a D. So, all right. Well, can we first. can we look at it or no? Can we look at the grades? I'm curious. No, because it defeats the purpose. All right, fine. You're right. You're right. Because right, then people are going to screenshot it from the video and be like, oh, we covered up the grades, but I found them on the stream. <laughs> Fair. Uh, all right, let's do it. Mock 4.0. Uh, started off Zay Flowers, wide receiver, Boston College. He's a fit. I think – I still think that, Alex, that there's a chance eh, – maybe not a chance, but – I think Zay could be the first uh, wide receiver taken off the board. Come, oh, I, come you're not wrong. I, I would totally yeah, believe that. I think that he could be. But Patriots get the third guy off the board because JSN and Quentin Johnson already went. They take Zay Flowers at 14. 46 Which, by the way, round. if it fell that way, Mike, yeah. I would say teams are saving the Patriots from themselves. They made, they, they made the Patriots make the right decision if the board falls oh, that way. Yeah, right? I agree. Because and, and look, that's how it works. Sometimes you'll hear teams say, "Yeah, we he was the third receiver off the board, but we had him number one on our board. We were going to take him no matter who was there." I think right. this could be one of those situations, yeah, where he's the third receiver off the board. But even if they were all there, the Patriots were always taking Zay Flowers no matter right. what. Right? Yeah, fair point. I wouldn't kind of like maybe Mac Jones, maybe like Mac Jones. He was the fifth quarterback off the board, but I think they yeah. did actually say that about Mac Jones. Now that you mentioned that, so yeah, so. Uh, Manuel Forbes, pick 46. Uh, I've said it about three or four times on the show now, but a uh, a dominant, dominant uh, playmaker. Ball hawk. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm losing losing my mind here. Uh, ball hawk, six intercepts, six pick sixes in his career at Mississippi State. Uh, they go Tyler Steen in the third round, tackle from Alabama, worked with Bill O'Brien last year. Jartavis Martin in the fourth, safety, add to that room now that uh, shout out to the anonymous unicorn. That is in the Google Doc. That's what it comes up as. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Jartavius Martin, then they go Kendra Miller running back in the fourth round. Then they trade their third fourth round pick. They go back and get Michael Turk at pick 150, and they also picked up pick 192, I believe. Um, so two picks for one there. Michael Turk. Yeah. Um, no, we got 193. Round. We always had 192. We got oh, okay. 193. 193. Um, then they go Jose Ramirez. I won't say it, Alex, but he's an edge from Eastern Michigan. Anthony Bradford, uh, interior offensive lineman from LSU. Brighton Willis, tight end. A bunch of trades uh, because we had way too many picks, but we end up at the end with Dante Stills, a defensive lineman from West Virginia, and Michael Jefferson from Louisiana Lafayette. So I, picks, be, that I didn't says explain it. Jefferson a ton. I'll just throw it in there. Okay. Jefferson, uh, Big wide receiver, uh, big body, red zone threat. He's not like a burner or anything, but he's a guy that's going to basically come in and compete for like a reserve X role and yep. probably lands on the practice squad. And next year kind of maybe has a chance to win that role when Devontae Parker's contract expires. Not a super high upside pick, but I think there are some things in his game that like he belongs in the NFL to what extent that's what we'd find out in camp. But I, I'm comfortable using a pick on him. There's a, I, I've seen enough yeah. from him that it's like, yeah, all right, let's let's get this guy into camp and just sort of see what it looks like 
in an NFL offense. See what see what his game looks like in an NFL offense. I like this draft overall, Alex. I think we hit a lot of we hit on every hole, um, and I don't really think that there's any like necessarily a glaring glaringly bad pick. Um, and like I said, we filled a lot of needs. And yeah, there's not and too all- many like big splashes, which kind of feels like the Patriots aren't into big splashes. Maybe Zay Flowers in the first round, but I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I'll throw this out there too. I and I saw some people talking about this in the chat, and I actually agree with you. I don't think the Patriots think tackle is as big of a need as we think it is. Oh, I 100% agree with that. I think so, that the way they've worked this offseason, and yeah. I just, I agree. I don't think so either. Waiting on the tackle, I I think is okay. And and for the people saying maybe we reached on Tyler Steen, is that a little high for Tyler Steen? In theory, yes. But you saw the way the board fell, right? Right. right Freeland exactly. was... Freeland was gone. Duncan was gone. Bergeron was gone. Like if it wasn't him, it, it, it's that big drop off right. at the position. And that that's the way it happens sometimes, right? Where there's a run on a position, especially a position that's thin in the draft. Mike, I would bet you it's going to happen to tackle in this draft. I think it's going to happen at, at maybe linebacker in that, in this draft too, where there aren't a ton of players. At the, it's a weak position. It's a weak draft for the position. So you would think that that pushes guys down because, oh, it's not as good. But what it actually does is push certain players up the board. Right. Because you teams basically get in the spot where, well, if we don't take the guy now, we know we want to address this position in the draft. Mm-hmm. If we don't take him now, and this is essentially what happened to us. If we don't yeah. take him now, we're not going to have another chance to address this position. So, yeah, we'll overdraft him because this is our only chance to really make the pick we want to make. And – that's exactly it. Like it's a great example of reach isn't always necessarily a bad thing. And you've got to look at it in the context of the position. If we took Tyler Steen at 76 and we wouldn't have, cause I'm here, but if we took Tyler Steen at 76 with break Freeland on the board, that's a reach. That's a bad pick because there's a better player at the position available, but they need to come away from this draft with the top 100 tackle. I think they know that. Mm-hmm. And there was only there was only one top 100 tackle there, and could we have traded down and gotten him? Maybe, but again, it's that thing where we weren't the only team that needed a tackle. I looked there, right? There was I think it was the Steelers, like three picks below us that needed a tackle. So if we move down, because oh, it's too early for Tyler Steen, and then Tyler Steen goes, well, now you don't get that tackle at all. And it's not one of those things where we're writing the draft and writing the draft up. And not actually playing the mock draft simulator, right? So, like, if we just wrote well, this, this is how I do my mock drafts for that that's exact what I'm reason. Sa- that's what I'm saying. But some people yeah. will just write a mock draft and not actually oh, use yeah. the simulator. And so you would think that Tyler's like, no, he literally. The, we needed to take him here because there were no other tackles on the board at 76. So it happened in the simulator, and so like that's how it's going to happen in real life as well. So there you go. So that's yeah. I, I think that's the one we're probably going to get the most pushback on here. People yeah. are going to see Eastern Michigan and uh, Jose Ramirez and be very confused. Right. Um, but that's because, because that's also, the name of the third baseman for the Cleveland Guardians. Yes, Mike, it is. <laughs> I is one eighty four fifth round pick or sixth round pick. Uh, it's probably a sixth round pick. I think I. Uh, that might I'm going to check that. Pick. No, it's all good. We we were moving around a ton. Um, okay. Yeah, one eighty four sixth round pick. So, but is two nineteen yeah. a six round pick? 
I think that was like the first pick in the seventh round, actually. Okay. I think that, that was a traded one. That's so how that kind of screwed me. Two eighteen right. was the first pick in the seventh round. Okay. It's two eighteen, not two nineteen. I, it doesn't matter. We're gonna post it. We're gonna post thing online. Yeah, but, this is just for people to follow while we do the draft. But I'll write it up on the. I'll write it up for CLNSmedia.com too. So I need to. I need to take. A okay, look at so it was two eighteen then. Yeah. Um, All right. So that's it. That's the there. Draft. You have it, folks. Um, another good one. Four in the books. We will be back again next Tuesday for another Patriots Q and A show. Uh, we'll do some news and we'll do some Q and A. We'll be back again next Thursday to do yet another mock draft live here on Patriots Beat for all of you guys so thank you so much for watching we appreciate it um thanks for giving us some banter in the chat as well it's always good to see some good the good bad and the ugly of what you guys think we're doing here i want to shout out fanduel.com slash boston because you can get 200 dollars in bonus bets right now if you go to fanduel.com slash boston you got to deposit 10 bet five super easy come bet with us uh fanduel's a great sponsor here and uh we want to show them some love and we also want to show you guys some love with 200 dollars in bonus bets so go check that out alex hang on Yes. Oh, no. Hey, where'd it go? What do you got? Uh, somebody figured out. We coordinate, and we didn't even. Oh, do look at that! Bit. Opening day yes. for opening day. You got the baseball hat. I got the Fenway yep. hat. So I'm already on the yeah. Worcester Red Sox. Happy opening day. Ten nine loss. I'm already going to the Woo Sox because this is this is what their season is going to yeah. be. It's going to be a bunch of embarrassing high scoring losses. This is what they're going to do all year. But yeah, way to put good 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 recognition. Do we there, dare? Jack. All right, real Let's quick. Let's talk about um, it. <laughs> if you don't have like. I was told the Red Sox bullpen was going to be better, and yet it's a, what was it, 5-2, 5-3 game. It's still a very winnable game, and they put human white flag Ryan Brazier on the mound after a DFA spree this offseason. By the way, Franchi hit 450 this spring. It's now on the Yankees. They put Ryan Brazier on the mound. He can't, forget he can't throw a strike. He can't reach the plate. He can't throw the ball 60 feet, 6 inches. Then they go to the other guy whose name I refuse to know because he shouldn't be on this team by the Ward. end of next week. Caleb Ward, yeah. thank you. And then would you look at it? The game's out of hand. And, hey, if they'd actually, you know, put their bullpen out there or had a bullpen to put out there, I get it. They, it was a, they were losing, and they went to the back end of the bullpen. Fine. The back end of the bullpen should not be that bad. If they had a decent, decent pitcher, if they had a major league caliber pitcher in that role – Maybe the thing doesn't get away from them and they actually win with those late inning heroics. I, I their bats, what it, they, their lineup is fine. It is. It's fine. It's not it's great, but they have some bats. The fact that they were what they were pitching last year and their solution was to add a 35 year old Corey Kluber in a late thirties, early forties, Kenley Jansen and say, well, Chris sale and James Paxton are going to be back. Inexcusable, inexcusable from high and bloom. And it, it's all like this is already again, off the rails in game one, which is everything we talked yeah. about this offseason. Everything we talked about this offseason about, oh, they can't pitch and they need this and they need that was on display today. And by the way, you know what it cost them another run? Kike Hernandez throwing the ball away from shortstop. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't, maybe Xander Bogart isn't a gold glover. He doesn't make that play. And maybe he gets a couple more hits as well. So What's his name? Lavender Poppy? Lavender Poppy. Get out of here with that. Yeah, Lavender Poppy. It's ridiculous. Getting mad when people anyway. getting mad when people uh compare him to Xander Bogarts. Bruins, Bruins are still good. 
Celtics will see tonight. I, we'll do I live. Think we'll do live winning. updates. We'll do live updates. Oh yeah! Look at the score of the Celtics versus Bucks. They are up one hundred eight. They are up one hundred eight to sixty four. Holy! They, wait, what, what in the third quarter? Are, yes, one hundred eight to sixty four. Oh, talk about a statement That's game! Outstanding. Bruins are tied one one. Uh, it's one twelve sixty nine. Tatum has forty. Jalen has thirty, and. Uh, Brogdon has 12. So Giannis went for 24, but as a minus 32. Yeah, they just they blew him up. All right, so just 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 cover up that Red Sox graphic yeah. on the side there. Bruins Celtics draft. That's 112. Yeah, I love to see that. That's, that's exciting. All right. That that All that's right. fine. Red Sox are back on Saturday, so uh we'll we'll continue to, you know, throw these in and talk about uh the rest of Boston sports as we go. Again, fanduel.com slash Boston. Go check it out. Thank you, guys. Tatum is 40 points. Let's go. Yeah, that's good stuff. 40 points. Uh, 40 points, 8 boards. He's a plus 39. And Brown goes for uh, <clears throat> 35 and 5. So all around, good night for the Celtics. We'll be back next week. Thanks for letting Alex rant, everybody. Uh, it's good stuff. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Follow him on Twitter at RealAlexBarth. Read his stuff at 985thesportsup.com. Follow myself on Twitter at Mike Cadlick. I'll have this mock draft written up on clnsmedia.com tonight into tomorrow, so make sure to check that out.